Hi everybody, it's Pete Oliver. Welcome to the Emerge On Purpose podcast. This podcast is for sales reps and managers who want to become better leaders. Each show, we'll talk about a different leadership principle that will help sales reps and managers emerge on purpose. Alrighty, can you believe it? Number four of the top five reasons deals don't close. We are in Q4. We are focused on closing the deal, getting things through the finish line and no pain, no sale is one that shows up for a number of reasons. Uh, Pete, break down the challenge of this reason and how it shows up for us. Yeah, you know what? Before we go there, I'm sure there's some overachievers out there that are listening to this being like, there's way more than five reasons why deals don't close. And you're right. There's probably, I don't know, <laughs> 60. So if, oh, yeah. if somebody has one and you're dying for us to dissect, let us know. We'll do it. Maybe we'll even invite you on the podcast. We could do That'd it together. Be fun. But yeah, this one, this is a biggie. No pain, no sale. No pain, no sale. So nice to have versus need to have. Okay, we don't even know why it's a need to have. Okay, we haven't really understood their pain topography. So why do I use topography? Well, because it's got to be deep. You got to see the different levels. Okay, well, a lot of times we, we view the pain landscape or topography with a client as if it was an iceberg because there's a boatload of stuff beneath the surface. And it, it's got a lot of levels, okay? And it's, maybe there's some what's, but there's absolutely some why's behind the what's. And if we don't know those why's, that's what's gonna be below the surface. And Sandler, I mean, we've dissected so many different rules associated with pain. Obviously no pain, no sale. The problem the client brings you is never the real problem. Pain, pain, pain equals money, money, money versus pain equals money. So the more pain you have, the more we're willing to invest to fix it, right? So this whole pain thing, I mean, when you really simplify out top reasons why deals don't close, if, if we don't know what's below the surface, the other five reasons we even talk about don't really matter all that much. This is, this is the one, this is the pass-go moment for... Frankly, you never should have forecasted the deal to begin with. This is the easy stuff. Let's know what the pain topography is. Let's know that. And then worry about the other four reasons why the deals don't close. But this, this one is like the foundation for any forecasted deal. Where do you think, just quickly, people get caught up so how do they get messed up in this? It's like, this is the easy stuff, but what usually happens? Like even folks who know Sandler questioning strategies and know the concept of pain for second, third level, trying to get to business and personal impact. What usually happens where they just don't bother getting, going that deep? What do you think? Well, we, we get a nibble. And we want to yank the fish in the boat. That's that's why we. So what does that mean? It means that oh, geez, you know, I'm struggling with visibility. Well, wow, try my glasses on. I'll give you the best visibility you've ever seen in your life. 
Our stuff is so visible. Makes you, it's just unbelievable. You here, demo this thing. And it just goes straight from, you have a surface level pain, a pain indicator to here's how we solve that pain indicator. And we go right into presentation mode without even looking below the surface. So that pain is an inch deep in that scenario. And, but that's enough for us to get so excited that we start pitching too early. Sandler rule number two, don't spill your candy in the lobby. But that's what we do. We spill all our good stuff in the lobby. And they may buy, but we don't actually know why. And it's definitely not because of visibility problems. That's, that's yeah. Not, and the deals not. end up looking a little different, right? They're smaller or they're just focused on one type of product or service because they say they shared with you a little problem about that product or service. And, you know, it's like immediately you jump into, the rep jumps into solving that that problem. And I think the other layer of it too is it feels good. It's like, oh, I've got a live one. Oh, this, this is actually a problem. So let me share with you all of my expertise. And it's again about us. It's like, it makes us feel good. Well, I've got something for you. And, and that slow down to speed up model. It's like asking yourself, am I asking questions before presenting solutions? <laughs> am I asking yeah. questions before presenting solutions? And it's sometimes you see a, a straight line to a sale and you just take the, that ticket. Well, we all know that you, you're not going to get to the end if you don't present. So then you rush to the present. Mm -hmm. And it, yeah, that's exactly right. And it, it is hard, especially if you have anemic prospecting where you're, you're out there in the boat for like a year and you get like one nibble. What are you going to do? You're going to try to yank the fish in the boat. You get overexcited. You know, if you're yeah. sitting there pulling fish in it left and right, you, you mm -hmm. can let the line out a little bit. You got like four lines going at once and there are nibbles everywhere, but you're not going to pull the one in until you see the thing go like this. And then that's because you went below the surface, right? So it's like, there's things that we can do as salespeople to stop from giving into that, that urge. But the biggest one is like, be curious about what's below the surface and just go there. Cause you, you got to understand the why's right. And it's, it's, it's deeper than that too. It's why they care. It's the reasons behind why it's happening. It's the outcomes they're trying to achieve. It's the business impact if they do nothing or something, which creates a gap. And that, by the way, creates value. And it's the personal impact. Like all of that has to be figured out. And if we don't know that or parts of it, a lot of times what will happen is we'll know some parts, but not other parts. And that's the coaching moment. So let's say you're, you're coaching your reps on a deal. You have to know the pain topography. You can literally pull the iceberg up and be like, okay, which piece is missing? What piece can't you see? And, and after that becomes apparent, then your role as the leader is to coach them through how they're going to go ask the question to get rid of the mutual mystification around what's below the surface. That's true coaching is to work together with your rep to do that. And then role play out how you can ask those tough questions around what's happening below the surface. Yeah. And a big piece of it too, is like allowing the, the rep to self-discover too, as you're trying to figure out which pieces are missing, you know, can you map the pain points? Like you probably have 
might have 10 pain points, you might have 20, but let's pick just a couple of them and let's map them over, which are the largest ones. Are they that deep? Are they one inch or are they much, much deeper than that? And have them discover that it it is missing a lot of the pieces because that's going to be, you know, propel you forward to determine, okay, well, if we don't have impact, how do I get to impact? And then you can role play out those impact type questions with, okay, not okay, or open-ended. You know, what's funny is like, so true story. I'm at a SKO right before COVID and we were a keynote at this SKO in front of 1500 reps. And right before our keynote, there was a deal spotlight. It was pretty cool. Like they, they won this gigantic eight figure deal with this airline and the after the fact, the rep was talking about why they won the deal and this and that. And he goes, yeah, after after we won the deal, I, I went to the client and I was like, I'm curious, why did you pull this into Q4? And the client goes, well, every month that went by, we were giving our telecom company a million dollars to keep those two data centers active. Now, this wasn't even about the data centers, really. It was about... How do, how do we make sure that we can go to a, the cloud and then do it in a way that's secure? Mm-hmm. But it, part of their second level pain was a million bucks a month going to the telecom companies. Like this whole solution didn't cost them what one year to the telecom company was going to go. Like, and it, it, by the way, it didn't, that wasn't even... The reason why they they went with this provider, the reason why they went with this provider was because it it was enabling a cloud environment that made sense. But the second level pain in this case, the why, the when, well, the sooner we get this done, the quicker we we have to stop giving this telecom company a million bucks. Like that was ridiculous. So where do what what would have happened in, in the context of the sales process if we actually knew that like before the deal closed? You know, we might be able to avoid you get to the end of the sales process, clients saying things like, so what's the ROI for this? <laughs> like if we if we knew during the context of pain that the timeline was impacting a million bucks a month. Right. And our s- solution was easily deployable and we could cut a month, two months, three months off of the deployment process, then we, that's a bigger reason for why they might go with us but if we don't know what's below the surface we're basically guessing and we all know what happens when we guess it's like we have no negotiating ability whatsoever we don't know actually why they're doing it now that rep did a boatload of stuff right and obviously they won the deal and it was a success story but even out of wins you can figure out how you can get better and that's what good reps do that's what this this gentleman did he figured out in the context of a gigantic win that put him up on stage in front of 1,500 of his peers what he wished he had found out before he closed the deal, not after. That's 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 a climb. <laughs> right? So, so pain is not easy. It's not easy to find. Yeah. So for leaders out there having this conversation, the reps identified, okay, I don't have business impact. I don't have personal impact. Maybe they're feeling, the rep is feeling a little not okay about having to go back and ask that question. They feel nervous, whatever. There are all these natural emotions that bubble up because at the end of the day, we still want this deal. We want to con- continue to, to move the, the needle forward. What, uh, 
what would you say to those leaders and what, what Sandler tactics, obviously the ones like rooted in human dynamics and psychology, can we use that will make the rep, rep feel at ease and just like, hey, again, this person across the, the Zoom or across the table is just a human being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, make sure that the expectations for what we're about to do with the client are clear. Like as an example, you know, typically in a conversation like this, it's going to help if I understand a little bit more about what you're trying to accomplish. Also happy to share how we work with clients similar to you. So you're saying this is not going to be a pitch. I want to find out what's going on. And by the way, the only reason why we say why how we work with clients like you is to set up the, the discovery phase anyway. Mm -hmm. So you got to get a clear expectations up front when you get to the point where you're having a pain discussion, ask a minimum of three open-ended questions in a row. They say, yeah, we need to get to the cloud. Great, tell me more about that. Can you give me an example of, of a use case around why you wanna do it? I'm curious, why is that important to you and the organization? Like imagine you ask three open-ended questions after you have a surface level pain. You're gonna get a decent amount of the iceberg filled in. Okay, and then all you're doing is managing the gaps. Then you can ask a specific question that identifies one of the things that you missed. Could be, what's it costing you to not fix the problem? Well, it's a million bucks a month. Not to mention the fact that our production environment is going to be, there, there's that particular deal that I talked about. There were so many use cases that impacted them wanting to go to the cloud. And that's what the rep did a really good job of uncovering. But the timeline one, was the one he missed. Mm -hmm. Didn't impact him getting the deal, but it would have helped if he had known it earlier, right? So always be curious about what you know, what you don't know, and then be okay with asking things you don't know. As far as, uh, like, so there are, first, there needs to be awareness of the problem. So you ask those questions, those pain awareness questions. You, you've got a pain, you've got a live one, then you're trying to go down the funnel and you're trying to get to those impact questions around like priority or scope. What are, what are some of those questions that a rep can ask to, to know you're getting to impact that isn't like you, we've said, like it's not a, a weaponized type question. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's so simple and in order to get access to it, you might just want to go to our website and book a discovery call with Lindsay. And then, <laughs> or if you're already a client, you know where to find it. It's you already have access to these tools. One of them is, is the pain funnel. And mm -hmm. uh, my, I'll, there's eight, nine questions on our standard pain funnel. My favorite one is the first one, which is tell me more about that. You go there and two more open-ended questions and you're good. But yes, you, you get clarity around what's going on. That's an awareness-based question. Okay. And, and you're now mutually aware that there's actual something going on. Then it's scope, significance, priority, why-based questions. And, and you're going to get deeper below the surface and make sure that some of them are creating gaps between where they are and where they want to be. And that could be like, what's it cost you to not fix the problem sure. type questions if you already know the why, right? I know you want to get to the cloud in a month or two. Can you help me understand? Let's pretend it goes another month or two after that. What does that mean? Well, we're wasting a million bucks in telecom bills. Oh, mm -hmm. is that a big number, small number? No, it's a big number. It's going to fund the whole project. 
if we can get off of it. And the sooner we get off of it, the more we can invest in getting into the cloud, which is what we want to do to begin with. So like that would have been a pretty cool question to ask. No doubt. Context to the pain funnel, right? So ask three, four open-ended questions and then manage the deltas after that using scope, significance, priority, why-based questions. Yeah. Yeah. Love those. I mean, to your point, like it's so often just taking the information that they gave us and then assess assessing in a conversational way like how big of the of priority they just told you yeah right some fact about like what's on their mind and then so just taking that and then in a conversational manner like oh, yeah big deal little deal like if this doesn't happen you know just like come up with some scenarios it doesn't have to be that complicated I no it doesn't and it's fun you know it's just i'll make light of it a little bit like client comes to us and is like uh hey i saw that you uh came out with a new version of your blah 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 and uh amateur reps like yeah you want to see it and it was like six hours of like see it stuff do you know which 30 minute or hour long part the client cares about so client says hey i saw you came out with this new version of this blah 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 tool and I'd be like, yeah, Lindsay, maybe we should schedule six hours and I'll, I'll walk you through it. And then I'm going to be like, I don't have six hours. <laughs> yeah, I was just kidding. I didn't think you would. You know what would help me is I'm curious. I, I, I noticed you, you're asking me, you must be asking for a reason. What's going on? Well, mm -hmm. I saw that the thing does this. And then you're like, yeah, it does. Tell me more about why that's important to you. And now you're in a pain funnel. Cool. You know what? Why don't we spend a half hour, 45 minutes and I'll understand what you're trying to accomplish. And then we'll figure out like which part of the six hours worth of stuff I can share with you if you think it makes sense. Yeah, cool. Let's do that. Like, wow, yeah. this is so obvious that that's what we should be doing. <laughs> but the whole reason why, frankly, I've been in business for 13 years is because reps don't do that, at least naturally. And then the version of natural can be better than it is. And it's our jobs to help them get there, right? And you as leaders, it's your jobs to help them climb when it comes to finding pain because we know no pain, no sale. So how's that for a recap? Yeah, beautiful. Getting up. Um, yeah, just make it natural. Be a human. Feel it, say it. Uh, and and that will differentiate you for sure amongst, <laughs> amongst the rest. So awesome. All right. I think that's four to five. Are you responsible for building a robust pipeline and hitting a monthly quota? Or perhaps you're responsible for the team that needs to do so. Do you feel stuck on how to connect the dots? We at Sandler Sailfish excel at the how-tos in sales and sales management. Book a discovery meeting with us today. A discovery meeting is a simple exchange of information to determine fit. A discovery between two parties, nothing more. We've helped thousands of purpose-driven sales leaders just like you to shorten sales cycles, consistently meet sales forecasts, and roll out proactive business development behavior plans that work. Go to sailfish.sandler.com backslash book a call or scan the QR code on your screen. Until then, keep climbing.